Get on my nerves. You're not gonna start I off like this though. Did not start off. Like yes, that. we did. It's fine. Yeah. I can hit. I can hit erase. All right. All right. All right. All right. Tony. Okay. Look at this. I actually want to read this. Yes, we. Which Gabrielle I want, is this? Gabrielle Hodgson. So, all right, let's go ahead and just jump off and uh, get the episode yeah. popping already with Gabrielle's book, Blendon Bailey. Well, I've been had a copy. She sent me one for free. But I purchased one so that y'all can read it, too. That's cool. Because I'm not giving y'all my copy because mine is actually, like, personally signed. And if y'all mess it up, and be mad. I got it. understand. You know what I mean? I appreciate y'all, though. So, I'm actually going to read that. Yeah, take it what with you. What is that about? Um, read it. So <laughs> okay. you know, it's um, it's like her personal memoir of uh, like how the blended family thing and her like personal identity and how like all her different relationships all like come together to form who she is. And it's like blend, it's it's a lot, it's a lot, but it's really good. I actually read it. Oh, last here week. go Chris's name on the back of the book. Chris's name was on the back. Yes. Oh, good. You contribute good. To, the book, to the book. Did I contribute to the book? Yeah. Yes. She mentioned you in there? By reading it. That's how I contribute it. <laughs> so, you mentioned in the this book? Is no, 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 no. You do not want to miss. Yeah, you don't want to miss That's it. It's a oh, great you gave book. a review. Yes. Good, good. Yes. So, yeah. So, shout out to Gabrielle. Um, Gunshots. Yeah. Ah. All right. So, Why that one don't sound as loud as usual? Like that. There we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yay, yay. Okay. <laughs> Y'all niggas get a <laughs> Um, I do have another shout out I gotta get out the way. Well not get out the way. Let me not say it like I'm like it's a burden. But I got bullied. Um because Wait. I always use the same person for like all my uh my uh bakery needs for like cakes and desserts and everything. And apparently I don't think we gave him a shout out. So Shabri. Shabri. Okay. Yeah. So we keep events, <laughs> hit her up on the gram, on Facebook, all the socials. She's amazing. She does great work. Our food's really, 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 yeah. really good. Really and good. she even makes ch- Buffalo chicken dip, but that's just for me. It's not part of her <laughs> sweet keeps menu, <laughs> even though I ain't got none in a while, but it's mad good. Mm-hmm. So shout out to her. Um, Y'all got any shout outs y'all want to give? We ain't there yet. Oh, Tell okay. Damn. All right. All right. Niggas always jumping the gun. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> well, you asked the question. Yeah. Oh, my. All right. Well, since you all in the mic now, <laughs> let's go ahead and just bring you. So we have a special guest this week. Ollie. I'm, I'm, since I'm not allowed to call you by your real name. That is We got to call you by your, your Facebook Ollie. name. So we got Ollie Ollie here. Yeah. What up, y'all? <laughs> Did she oh, suck Ali. her teeth and say what's up, y'all? <laughs> Get this hood nigga up, out here. <laughs> Yo, what's up, y'all? And she got her hands inside like her hoodie. What am I supposed to do? I'm chilling. I feel like you ready to fight. Right. Oh, I'm not crazy. She ready to fight. She got the black trench on. Like, right. all you needed is some black forces, nigga. Yeah, I'm ready to jump. <laughs> Scared as hell. I'm oh. in this bitch not giving yeah. a fuck and I walk out. We're glad to have now. you here, though. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Uh, awesome. <laughs> what? I'm happy to be Nothing. Here. You just smooth as hell. <laughs> is there like For an applause? Real. Yay! <laughs> yes. What, what are you sipping on that has you feeling so cool? Tell the people. I don't know. I think I'm just cool. Oh! Oh my God! Oh 
Walmart. <laughs> Y'all is tripping right now. Yes. Yeah, no, really I don't good. know. I don't know what this wine yes. is. It's really good though. Oh, uh, okay. Well, yeah, this is how we act. So <laughs> you'll dive in I soon. I gotta get used to this. <laughs> yes. But um, yeah, so Do we not gonna give another shout out? To who? John here, but he just off to the side. Oh, we have a studio audience. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, um, a faithful listener. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? John is in the building, spectating. Also, we'll be on a future episode real soon, real soon. Um, yeah, y'all got any other shout outs? Mm, no, y'all ain't, y'all ain't loving on people in 2021. Oh, fuck them niggas. Let's go. Yikes. This nigga is crazy. All right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so we had to miss last week because uh, Jack Frost wanted to come through <laughs> and body the block. And niggas was not trying to drive. And I don't blame y'all. Yes, I did go out in the snow. Tony, you should have came out. I don't do the snow. You should have. I ain't good I over, like I said, I can't get out there and you can be like, oh, Tony, you should come out. And I said respectfully, like, hi, Tyrone. No, thank you. I'm not really, my knee's not built for that. And Chris can be like, if you don't get your boring ass the right. fuck out. No. <laughs> I'm just old. Like Chris. I mean, wow, does it? Yeah. <laughs> it definitely does. It kind of does. But, I mean, whatever. The people don't need to know that. And I didn't use those exact words for my church listeners. Let's listen to amen. <laughs> amen. <laughs> Dang, this nigga Tony is crazy. But, um, yeah, I didn't go out and play in the snow. I didn't shovel any snow. Um, I didn't even pick up my groceries. I made the DoorDash person walk through the snow. Mm, I'm kind of trash. I'm not built, like, as John would say, I'm not built for this homeowner life. Mm-hmm. Like, going outside <laughs> and just, like, doing all this manual labor just to come back inside is, like, my I did it snowed the next few days anyway. So. Exactly. So I felt like I made the smart decision. Because <laughs> Super Bowl Sunday, it snowed all over again. And we was back in the crib doing nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what? Snow is mad useless because like it don't knock out the power and nothing. Um, I don't I don't want that. I do, nigga. I work from home. Right. <laughs> but if you get knocked out the power, it's gonna be cold. And I'm gonna get paid to sit here with a blanket on. Okay. <laughs> Makes sense, right? No, it's cold. Right, it's not that cold. Earth. You don't turn the heat on like. All right, so this is what happens. This, the, be, black I, black parent moment. Cold, huh? No, she just cool cold. like that. She just cool like no, that. That's, that's <laughs> <a shit>. <laughs> <laughs> she got an iron deficiency. That's one reason she cold. I might actually. That's me. You're not anemic. Oh, you the one that's I don't anemic. Think so. <sighs> but it has been cold all day today. You know what's weird? I, I find people that be having like that kind of stuff. Kind of be feeling bad for y'all, but also I'll be looking at y'all like, what kind of like weird thing is that to have? Like you anemic, like how's that weird? Because it's like it's common. I understand it's common, but that's what makes it weird is because it's like you just sitting around with not enough iron, and so like you just cold for no reason. Common women too, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I'm warm, and you just in like, oh my god, I'm cold. I gotta think that's weird. Like nigga, it's seventy three degrees in here, and that's I'm cold all the time. Does not matter. Summer cold. (laughs) I'm not cold in the summer. Jacket. Give me something. <laughs> a jean jacket. And you do. Because when we used to hit the streets, you always have a jacket. Mm-hmm. That is mm-hmm. very true. And I'd be out in a hoodie Burr. like a real nigga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like Ollie. <laughs> no. Stop coming for me. I'm just saying, it's, it's weird for me not to be the realest thing in the room. Like, <laughs> 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 yeah, Ollie, I love you. 
love you too. All right. <laughs> you real funny today. I'm funny every day. Yeah, you're right, but you real funny today. All right. <laughs> All right. You I don't like what you're saying. Yo, she's real funny. <laughs> exactly. When All somebody right. starts talking to you like that, it's like, yeah, you, you get a little spice in your life right now. Y'all tripping. <laughs> you want to hit pause? No, I'm good. I'm good. Keep going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> anyway. All right. So, anybody... We ain't talked about nothing. Anybody? <laughs> anything else happened exciting to anybody um, that you actually, you know, want to share? <laughs> Shade insider. <laughs> Y'all never mind that. Um, no, no. All right, no. so fine. Let's talk about some of the happenings of the past couple weeks. So I want to get right into it. What's up? Um, we hear everybody here. Yeah. Can y'all hear each other? Yeah. You can. Ali. Yo, don't do that. <laughs> Not in public, bro. Not in public. <laughs> Everybody listening. Everybody listening. All right, my bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's what happened. Never mind. Um, so why are women so mean? That, that's how I want to start the episode. Yep. I'm going straight at y'all. Where did this come from? Y'all made the young queen, Chloe, cry on IG Live. Because y'all wanted to shame her for embracing her womanhood. I don't think it's women being mean. I think it's women being insecure. All right. And insecurity is making y'all mean. It's insecurity and just belittling somebody else to make yourself feel better. Yes. But why Why do women feel the need to do that? At least publicly. Like, if you're insecure, right? You can just be, like, insecure and feel some kind of way and just, like, keep scrolling. Like, it'd be making women get insecure to the point where, like, they want to, like, start typing comments. You know how they say, like, misery left company? Of course. So I think it's more so, like, putting this negativity out there and see who else feels the same way to make themselves feel better. Like, okay, so you feel the same way I feel. Like, she shouldn't be doing that. But it's her body. So why not? Like, do whatever you want to do. But to other women who may not have that body or who may look at themselves less than, they feel like they need to nitpick and bring somebody else down. 90% of women it, don't is it, that Is body. it targeted? Because... Lori Harvey don't get the same kind of energy all sure the time. Sure don't. She don't, like, she, don't she, she, she don't get it all the time. But I feel like I'm pretty sure there's some women who'd be like, ugh, like, why do you do that? Like, you you know, may call her a slut or a hoe because she's out here doing yeah, living I her life. Both sides. Yeah, I've heard both sides. Yeah, both, both sides. Mm-hmm. It's not always like. Well, which one is more dominant? It's not about hearing both sides. Yes, both sides exist. Both sides exist to pretty much everything. But, but there's a dominant side really? of the Lori Harvey thing. What do you mean dominant side? It's a dominant side of Women people saying her. like yeah uh, there's oh. praise towards well, how she carries situation herself situation because she's getting praise for all the men that she's dating not because she's taking sexy videos Video. of herself she does both there but this is but i think the difference in them is she what is she, chloe's a disney star right i felt like it was mm. more hate of you're supposed to be the idol for young kids not we're mad because you're sexy it was wrong altogether but i just feel like too you're a celebrity so you're going to get the love and you're going to get the hate so as you were getting all that love you're going to get people that's going to hate why go in front of a camera and cry no (laughs) i mean that's how i feel that's how i feel Mm. i'm not saying she's wrong for feeling that way but i'm not going to go on a camera and cry about it like me personally i just i I think think she's a celebrity she had to like um speak her piece 
But yeah. I think she got emotional because, like she said, like she for a long time she didn't accept her body. So now that she is able mm. to accept it and be confident, and she's showing it not so much to get approval from everybody, but just to to say like I feel sexy in my skin. And everybody is tearing her down. That's what's making her emotional. Like, you guys are saying all these things, but you have no idea what I had to go through to get to this confident spot. Because mm-hmm. not everybody can go ahead and do a silhouette challenge or do what she did. No matter how confident you might be, not everybody's able to do that. I feel that. I mean, not Polly wouldn't be on camera crying. I don't That's I do not do that. But she's a celebrity, so I guess she had to, like, well, everything show. Else, everything else she does is in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. So... Cause she's in, that's what I'm saying. She's a celebrity. She's in front of the camera, so right. she had to show that other side of her, like y'all nitpicking and, and, and not for nothing. Things, it's but, not like she went on there to cry. Right. She went to address the situation, and, and it as he, she was explaining, it made her cry. So I don't want it to be painted as a picture of like she's just some weak girl. I was like, I need to get on live and get some sympathy. I think she just really wanted to like address what was going on because Twitter was on fire. You know, that's where I like Twitter to me is like. The Twitter. new most yeah. popular thing out there that like the it's the driving force of pop culture. Yeah. And that was a it was a trending topic of people like having a problem with her and how she was being sexy and saying that she was thirsty for attention. And not for nothing, that girl was getting attention without doing all that. Mm-hmm. So right. that narrative was a little bit weird, but it just seemed like it came from hate. And I was just like, women are really mean. And it was it was funny because it was right on the hills of like literally two days before that, when it was like this uh, viral tweet that went around, how women were saying like they need their own app because it would be better than you know if guys were you know always commenting and saying whatever they're saying on Twitter. If women could have their own app, it would be but then dudes was like pointing out like, yeah, this is what would happen if women had their own happening. app. Yeah, I don't see like that it happening. would just be some catty hating girl talk all day long, and then it would just be whack. So girl Twitter trash, not a good idea. Y'all can't carry it on your own. Y'all need us. I wonder if, <laughs> if, if her name, Chloe, right? Chloe. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I wonder if the reason, because I can understand why she became emotional during it, because embracing your sexuality, especially if you have that expectation to be that Disney kind of mm-hmm. person, everything. And by the way, the, I'm pretty sure the people that was criticizing her about Disney didn't even watch Disney. Like, I'm pretty sure. But, but even, or some of them did, but probably a lot of them didn't. Or just using it as a defense, but that you embracing your sexuality as that kind of celebrity star, that's, and then at such a young age, that's that's being vulnerable, and that's. But she's not even that young. How old is she now? No, she's she's twenty two. Yeah, she's twenty two. Like she's an adult. She's an adult by like age. Yeah. yeah, but I'm saying like she's an adult. Like people are saying, you know, like she was doing it since she was like fifteen. Like she's twenty. No, she's been doing it before then. She, <clears throat> but she's she's growing. She's growing into her body. She's accepting it and she's showing it off. A lot of women do it, and nobody is getting backlash. Well. Still backlash for it, but why not? But it's even, not like she was naked on the camera. Like even the fact of her getting on there and explaining her her reasoning behind it doing, which I didn't think she had to do that, but yeah. she felt that she needed to do that, and that's her right if she wanted to do that. But even if she decided to do that, that's being vulnerable. So mm-hmm. like you going through that, you're probably not crying because exactly what people are saying, but crying about the about the process it took you to be that to get vulnerable to that and get to that point. Like mm-hmm. that that's real raw emotion. Um and I just wonder if that's reason why she also probably broke down a little bit because I'm pretty sure it was a battle. I'm, if you have like agents in your ear trying to push this narrative and then like, aren't one of them like Ariel from The Little Mermaid? Yeah, her sister. Know? Yeah, Allie. so like they probably have this expectation put on them and she's just like, no, I, I want to embrace my sexuality or sexualness. And not for nothing, that's probably why they now have separate Instagrams. Mm-hmm. 
And oh, okay. I think, yeah, because yeah. before everything oh. was under the Chloe and Hallie page. Mm-hmm. Now they have their own pages where Hallie can be Hallie, Chloe can be Chloe. And I feel like, that's honestly, good. I think that's the best option that's anyway. Option. I feel like they were both holding each other back. Mm-hmm. I feel like they have the same dynamic that Beyonce and Solange has. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not a negative. Both of them are amazing separately, but I wouldn't want to see Beyonce and Solange in the same group. I didn't know that they pages were like that. Yeah, and it's just, it's just Be, yeah before everything was under one page, and now they're separated. Like, that was a recent thing. And, you know, Good not for time. nothing, since she has had her own page, she's been showing her adult side. And that's her business. Good for her. Yes, it is. I enjoy it. <laughs> so, <laughs> she's a child. Not really, but she's young. Absolutely. By all means, I'm not saying I would like <laughs> wife her, but I would look at her. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Say what you want, nigga. She tried it. <laughs> um, well, and speaking of, we want to get into it, Olivina. Oh, gee, why are you um, saying this in public? Uh, oh, oh my, my uh, in public. Nigga, that's your name. Whatever. Yo. Ali. <laughs> uh, so I got privy. To seeing the uh, inside of <laughs> an all women's group chat, and the reason is because like I had a dinner here, and like we had created a group chat for like the people that were coming over for dinner and all that kind of stuff, and it just happened to like stay active post dinner, so I'm in the group chat, which is you know we were just talking regular. I was like, oh, this is like normal talk amongst friends. We were talking about the verses, arguing back and forth about stuff like that. Everything was normal. Okay, and then. It took a turn left. It it took a curve. Literally. Right. Somebody decided to start dropping male silhouette challenges and stuff. And like the conversation just went to a point where I got kicked out. I was happy I got kicked out because I was going to remove myself anyway. But I'm like, yo, women group chats are way worse than men. And I want to know from the ladies, do y'all refute that? Do y'all think that, like, y'all conversations are normal? No. I'm going to say right now, between me and my friends, our group chats are definitely not normal at all. I mean, for for us, it's normal. For you, I guess it wouldn't be, or somebody else it may not be. But this this is what some of our conversations be like. It might be a little raunchy. What's yours like, Ty? Um, I only have my family group chat, so... <laughs> Can't help you with this conversation. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. I can believe it. Oh, I can believe it. Mm -hmm. Tony, what's your group chats like? I don't have any group chats. I don't. You guys are my only group chat. Yeah. Why do y'all live live so boringly? But there's not wrong. Like that. That's too. uh, I don't mix my friends like that. And I don't mix them either. That's too much. I would. You. Well, I don't even like talking to people at the time. You sure? Imagine me in a group chat. <laughs> I will say, I will say that over the years, I've had to remove myself from a lot of group chats because I felt like it was a lot of um, that is mixed men or women or just women um, of my friends. It was a lot of uh, some negativity sometimes, and I just didn't want to get myself into that, so I removed myself. But if I'm like included in one, unfortunately, that one, Chris, I forgot that you were in there. But- just the, I'm not even letting you slide on that. You want to know why? Because immediately after you posted I, I it, know, somebody I know. was like, hey, Chris is in here. And then she put another one in there. This oh, wasn't even a silhouette. Listen, she this one wasn't but, even a silhouette challenge. It wasn't no silhouette there. It was just the nigga. And I'm just like, Fan. But what I'm saying is when I was when I was receiving these videos, I just kind of sent it without 
realizing that you were Lily in the um the chat or whatever. But yeah. so you didn't care. I'm not gonna say I didn't care. I just didn't. I really wasn't thinking of it like that. At least make it even. Like at least I, like, I just figured like oh, like, you probably not gonna look at it like whatever. But yeah, like I I find it, it hard even. to believe that men's group chats aren't like that. So Maybe my boy John not. is in the corner. Okay, Literally, all we do is send basketball all in clips. Yeah. So y'all are probably boring. Wow. No. <laughs> not. Nothing yeah. wrong with it. I'm just yeah. saying, that's y'all crazy. not y'all not in your group chats giving it up like that. But I'm sure there's men that's doing a lot more wild stuff in group chats. I mean, back in the day, when they right. in the, the day, younger yeah. years, like I don't even feel like you're like when you think you really think it's like a bunch of like 36 year olds. Not saying that we 36, but a bunch of 36 year olds <laughs> just in the group chat like that's single and they just like wilding out like sending yes. wild stuff. So y'all yeah. never seen like a like something that was just like that video was out of the norm. So that's the only reason why it was like. Have y'all seen this? Like, is there anything that you guys see and be like, you don't want to share it with one of your friends? Like, yo, this is wild. Like, did you see this? Like, never. That might be a little if, raunchy or not not even raunchy, but just, you know, like, whatever. Like, it's just not a normal thing. It has to be. Yeah. Not in a group chat. If, if anything, there's probably you have that one person that you'll send it to. And you like you share it directly with them, mm-hmm. but to like sit and like send it amongst the group and just a bunch of niggas just be feeding on like a picture well, or a do video. Do y'all even have those kind of chats? Like those group chats with like you know more than three people in it? Yeah. Oh, okay. And y'all just talk about what sports? Pretty much. <laughs> like you be like Steph Curry gonna get MVP. I'm like nah, it's gonna be Joel Embiid. <laughs> and we just talk about stupid stuff like that. I don't know. Or, or we send funny videos like stuff to laugh at. Wait, I I don't have a. Well, I don't that have was kind of funny. No, I don't have a group. I don't have a group, but like. Like a friend will send like, like <laughs> I'm gonna put it out there. I don't give a fuck. Um, Nicole sent the picture of like uh, a video. Of what what's the pressure? The entertainer. Y'all need to look him up. Oh on my Twitter. god! And I she was like, yo, cause home, you need to look him up. Look him up. <laughs> and you're like, yo, look what homeboy did. And I was like, whoa, whoa. But like that, that's nothing wrong with that, cause right, because it's one on one though. Yeah, I have go to people. Yeah, you have I a go to person. A, I'm yes. talking about like y'all. It's just a, <laughs> y'all like a pack of hyenas and somebody <laughs> threw like a. Like, she found it. her tribe. Yeah, ah. and I'm not part of. Tri- Listen, I'm not judging them. It was just like wild. It was like, yo, they get wilder than we do. That's it. I mean, we do. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> they do. They get wilder. That joint. It was. It was fun. It was entertaining up until that. <laughs> I was like, oh, this, this ain't entertaining. Well, not for me at least. Well, one of them videos that because Ali, you showed me one of the videos. One of them videos, you gotta both. be a champ. Oh, both of them. Yeah. Where, Wait, the, the, the second that was, one that was, had, that's the same person. That was the same, what, what, what? The same person, just not... What, the male silhouette challenges? Yeah. I don't know. Who yeah. TikTok with the rest of them? Just not that. But it was well, the same person. They probably on the hub, the way them drones was. In Ali's defense, that oh, was okay. pretty impressive. And that's the, the only reason why I shared it. Yeah. Now, if it was like a regular person that would have sent... Because, you know, not y'all, but like a lot of dudes like to just send those type of things. She called us regular. <laughs> no, I'm saying like not y'all because y'all don't yeah, do that. Special. Well, I don't know what y'all do, but um, if it was like a regular one, I would be like, I would never like, like, oh, look at this. That was because it was literally just something that was out of the norm. First, first of all, I never seen even a man doing the silhouette challenge, so yeah, it was one of that. those like, oh, did y'all yeah, I see hope this? y'all give it up. Huh? Men, men, y'all ain't got to be equal with everything. Yeah, y'all can just challenge? let women have it. I, nope. That was that was the first one I saw. Then I saw another one, and I was like, oh, I don't want to see no men bust it. I don't want to see no silhouettes. Men are busting it too, like the busted challenge. Yeah, man, they, they tried to like switch their outfits up. Like, nigga, nobody want to see you, bro. <laughs> no, like, bro, like the drip. We don't want to see the drip. Like, mm-mm. so 
Yeah, I just yeah. want to put that out I there. I apologize. No, on, you don't have air. to apologize. I'm sorry for including no, you. No, listen, that. I hope the group chat is still going strong without no. me. It's still boring. <laughs> it's it's boring. Okay. Well, y'all still have a wonderful time when y'all restarted. <laughs> um, yo, I was really trying to be a team player too. I like, um, I was using my iPhone so that I didn't like create green bubbles for them. So that they could like enjoy themselves without me messing it up. I was being a team player in the group chat. And we're, then gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna add you back on there. And no, I'm just gonna be mindful of. Uh... No, no, no. It's, I don't want y'all to censor yourselves. Enjoy. I don't need to be there. Why not? Because I'm not one of the girls. But we like. <laughs> but we we like your your wait, input and things. Wait, tell me, Ollie definitely be treating me like one of the girls though. Because I remember one time <laughs> I was talking to her and she was like, "Bitch!" I was like, "Oh!" I was like, "I'm really one of the girls." <laughs> Like no, don't don't do this. <laughs> Did I no, really I don't do like, that? Yes. <laughs> uh, she called herself immediately, but still, I was just like, mm, oh, mm, yeah. too close. I must have been real passionate about it. Yeah, whatever I was talking about. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so that's that. Got one. I think one more thing before we get into. Oh no, two more things before we get into the main topic. Um, well, it's Black History Month. That's right. Wow. <laughs> Yo, you are bugging. No one heard that. <laughs> you What'd are you bu- nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. She didn't say a word. <laughs> Son. <laughs> anyway, so shout out to Black History Month. <laughs> Glad that we're here. I'm doing hand claps instead of gunshots. <laughs> all right, all right. Yes. Oh, oh my God. She wanted to do gunshots, but then she said something wild afterwards. And I, and I hope the mic picked it up because I'm not editing it. didn't it. pick it up. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> so, are y'all, like, do, do y'all still get excited about Black History Month, like, at all? I don't get excited. I mean, it's just Black History Month. Yikes. I mean, I, I like the fact that there is a month dedicated to us, but it's like, there's never, there's nothing really to get excited about. Okay. Nothing changes besides seeing, like, yeah, I don't black... Know. Supposed to get excited about yeah, it. Like, like, like we, when March comes, we still got the same struggles. We still going through right. the same things. Hello, yeah. okay, yeah. I feel you. Um, <laughs> I mean, you see a lot more. Um, like I know I went to the mall the other day, and I don't really do, do the mall, but it was a lot of like Black History Month things that you see everywhere. Like they have like a section for like Black History Month, and that's the only real difference. Because as soon as February twenty eighth is over, like they remove all that stuff. Yeah, it's kind of like another holiday yeah. type of thing. School was the only place that got you excited for Black History Month. And they didn't do a good job. Did exactly. We talk about Lindemann School? That that what did we hey, do? Yeah, I got a good education, man. Don't t- <laughs> what did we Linda, do? Linda was excited for um, Black History Month? I mean... What did we do? Well, you know what's wild about Black History Month and how they used to teach it to us in high school? They used to. We really they celebrated get slaves. The you get a yeah. That's what they <laughs> We got a little white. <laughs> we celebrated the know, slaves, bro. That's how they taught it. Three, four people... Martin Luther King, Rosa Parks. Exactly. Sprinkle Harry little Malcolm X with censor him and water him down. George Washington Carver. <laughs> and George Washington yes. Carver. That's what I'm saying there. Where's my little bit of excitement? It was like I, I went home And it had Miss Daniels walk on stage and tell us all that. And that's it. Remember Miss Daniels? Daniels? Remember the English Daniels? teacher? Yeah. She was amazing. Yeah. I, I have a story about her, but I can't say it on mic because it might like cause her an issue. Oh, don't do that. Yeah, no, yeah, Ms. Okay. Daniels was awesome. Ooh. Well, Dr. Daniels. No, no, Dr. Daniels, right. No, not that kind of issue. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, I didn't do, didn't do nothing to her <laughs> or with her. Don't be messy, Chris. No, 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 nothing like that. But, um, no, well, I only ask because day. I think, like, black history, I I mean, I try to get excited, but I'll be hyped, like, a little bit. It's so just ain't the same. Say what you said. 
every day should be Black History. I mean, especially with within our in our cultural exactly. culture, it should be Black Black History every damn day. We try, but that's the problem, though. I feel like we make it annoying <clears throat> because um. we take everything and like just kind of be like, oh, Black. <laughs> I'm about to get myself in trouble. Is that you that gets annoyed? Is this what makes no? I think. You? Oh no! What? No. Let's let's let me make it personal. <laughs> yes, I get annoyed when it just be like everything. You just be like, oh, black man. You be like, nigga, relax. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I got a promotion, but like, you ain't got to be like, yeah, black king, my man. See, stepping on the white man's neck, like it, like it. Yeah. Yeah, right, relax. Right, you know what I'm right. saying? Niggas ain't got to be Doctor Umar all the time. Like, eh, chill out. That's all I'm saying. I, I'm, I get excited too, but like, you know. or overly passionate, I should say. Yeah, I mean, just like take the turban off, nigga. <laughs> got the koofy just sitting right there. <laughs> got the koofy cocked to the side at all times. Like, I mean, but yeah, shout out to uh, you know Black History Month. My friend Gabrielle, who we mentioned at the beginning, who has the book Blended Belly on Amazon and all the other Barnes and Nobles and all those good places, go buy it. It's only about fourteen ninety nine. Um, she posted something about the Black History Month being moved to June. I personally like that idea because I feel like June is like a a month more for us. For one, it's a full month. It's not 28 days. Them niggas like was real slick about giving us February. Um, It's hot outside. You know, black people. You said barbecue. I was more so leaning towards, you know, we're tropical people. (laughs) My my nigga wants some ribs. You know I'm thinking about food. All right. (laughs) She said barbecue. Yeah, you know, Yes. Yeah, I agree with that though. That's how you gonna celebrate it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Cookout. How's you gonna celebrate all our black heroes without some, you know, grills yeah. and fried chicken and potato salad? Like, exactly. was, like can't celebrate them in the winter. Um <laughs> so that Juneteenth is in June. I want naturally. Both uh a Doom Day is in June for the people that attend that. Um is like Black Music Month. I just think it's a lot of blackness associated with June. Okay. And plus, I get a tan. All right. A brand. You know what I'm saying? So I'll be more like Nubian. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Shit. Don't, don't record it. <laughs> I think we should have both of them. Both of them? Both of them. Both of them. I, I don't want you to take away my. Fe- but I just don't want it to take away February. Okay, you want to give us another month? Give us another month. Right. Don't take it away. And then mm-hmm. in the next few years, we can get another motherfucking month. Until <laughs> every day. Every day. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I think there was a school in Utah that has allowed the parents to opt their students Yo, I out saw that. of yeah. Black History Month. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so racist. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> like, I, can, I can't opt out of American Utah, history. Utah, of course, is in Mormonville. That's where the Mormons from? I mean, not more from, but that's where That's like where the highest like, population of Mormons in the United States is. What are you opting out of? Black Learn about history. Them things <laughs> like slavery didn't happen. <laughs> Martin Luther King didn't have a dream. And you just keep going. And that that Kamala Harris, that Kamala Harris. Kamala. (laughs) Not really our vice president. Yo, we got to move on. I have so I've been like trying to get into jazz. Okay. And I discovered a woman, a name, Sarah Vaughn. She's from Newark, New Jersey. Mm -hmm. And she's like... uh, I don't know. She's very popular in the jazz world. Mm-hmm. So you guys should check her out. She has like some good sets on YouTube. That's what's up. And, like she was in like Switzerland or something. So she's so in her Switzerland. Name is Sarah right now? She was. No, yeah. she did. Oh. Mm-hmm. 
I'm familiar with her. Yeah. Okay. Hey, you always be. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all remember Jazz at the waterfront in Camden? Oh Jazz man. Jazz night. F COVID. Mm-hmm. That was definitely that was the good. Time. Never been there. Didn't your uh, pa- really? Didn't your parents used to go? Yeah. I never did. Didn't your parents used to go? Uh, jazz at the uh, waterfront. Yeah. You bring your uh, lawn chairs. You yeah, and it's, yeah. It's, free. it's free. It's free. It's free. Got like the food trucks out there. Right, like you can't beat that. But now, now what we doing? Coughing. Now what we Going doing? Coughing, market. nigga. You ain't coughing nothing. I'm not coughing, but they, they call Tony me. vaccinated Tony. Right. You ain't even pretty Tony no more. You vaxy Tony. This nigga. <laughs> Two shots. <laughs> <laughs> that second shot put me on my fucking ass. I Did crawled it? up my stairs. I was like, bitch, get up these twelve stairs. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You didn't tell us that That's part. Different. Yeah. yeah so, a lot of people had um. Um, reactions to the second, that second one ain't no joke. Mm-hmm. Still getting it. Yeah, um, <laughs> still getting it. What? You yeah, get I'm getting it. Oh. What? I'm I'm gonna be everywhere, everywhere. Same Z's. <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> if they bring jazz back, I'm gonna be right out there. <laughs> Take my mask right off. <laughs> Frog dog the air. Let my <laughs> let my hair down. I'm gonna swing my beard. You know what? <sighs> Just swinging. Take off your mask. <laughs> just, no, no, no. just take off my mask. Like, huh? Look at these peasants. <laughs> no shot havers. Have y'all seen the movie Songbird? No. Mm-hmm. It's about like COVID. It's, it's called. It's like about COVID twenty three. Basically, like. Oh come on, bro. But like people got. Who vaccinated. wants to watch this? This press. Well, no. But like that's the, what you just said. Like people got vaccinated or whatever, and the ones that did, they have to have like this thing on their arm to show that they're immune to the to the virus. And if you don't have it, like you get put into like this thing where everybody else. Is- oh, it sounds like the market of beast. I'm not with it. Um, <laughs> well, it's all right. Yeah, not touching that. Oh, speaking of movies, anybody watch Malcolm and Marie? I can't. St- that movie was terrible. I'm going to watch it tomorrow. Are you going to watch it alone? Yes. Okay, I, I recommend it. Yeah. Um, it's really that bad. I keep hearing like, it's very it's to toxic. me. I feel like it's toxic and triggering. It's really? it's very yeah yeah. So if you have like a um a history of getting into like arguments that hurt your feelings, it may trigger you. Yeah, I'm just saying. It's a lot of low blows. It's a lot of things that should not be said. Like yeah, like low blow be- beyond low blow. Like yeah. like things that you know how like you. <clears throat> I feel like when you when you are vulnerable with somebody and you say things that ha- that's happened to you in the past or they've been with you through certain things, those things should not be thrown oh, back at you, you? Mm-hmm. in the heat of an argument. Um, and there's people who really, you know, they, they do that. They use that against you just to hurt you even more. Like, why? I trusted you with this information, you know? Yeah. So it was it was original. Um, I can appreciate the dialogue that was presented and what they were trying to convey, but I just ne- I'll never watch it. Yeah, the acting was mm-hmm. phenomenal too. Yeah, but. acting was phenomenal, but I'll never watch it again. It was almost too phenomenal. Too, yeah. It was a little bit too convincing. Mm-hmm. Like nigga, don't really. I yeah, heard fight a couple oh, times. I'm excited. Like, damn. You said you wanted to fight. Hell yeah! I can believe it with that black trench coat on. Was you wearing that at that time? <laughs> Actually, I was not. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I don't be wanting to fight me and stuff. I don't get it. I don't. I'm really your friend. I don't fight. I don't do that. <sighs> All right. So, uh-huh. 
Somebody say something. I got to drink my water. I watched Free Britney or Reframing Britney Spears. On Hulu? Someone was telling me about that. It was so good. Was it? It was so good. Like, and it's a shame. Well, I think it's a shame because, like, you get through watching that whole thing. I'm like, damn, Britney wasn't even in any of this. They said they reached out to her and they don't even know if she even fucking got it. The way that they keep her so wrapped up and stuff like that. But watching that stuff, you really see, you know, you know, we look back at, like, time periods. Like, they were so oppressive to women during this time period. They're still oppressive to women, first of all. Mm-hmm. Um, society, media. But in the early 2000s, holy crap. They vilified women left and right. Justin Timberlake need to get his ass beat. On Yo, so many is that levels. why they he say really he needs to be in jail? He need to get his ass Someone beat for Janet, that. for fucking... Um, yeah, because he walked away from that Janet thing unscathed. Uh, unscathed. He threw... He, he shut and up. He the one that pulled out the titty. <laughs> Did he... What did, I don't I thought, remember I thought, that. Yes, yeah, at the Super Bowl. Yeah. He was like... Mind you, like, everybody's like, oh, my gosh. She, mind you, they tried to blackball her. I don't know why we're talking about Janet now, but they tried to blackball her everything like that. Mind you, Cardi B's now on YouTube butt-ass naked, jumping up and down. Did you see her lick that other girl's tongue? Lick another mm. girl's tongue? Mm. In a video? Yes. Good for her. Yes, yes. All right. Yes. Yes. It's right. Yes. <laughs> I was on medium. It might have went past medium, <laughs> Just sing. <laughs> um, man. But yeah. One medium. Shout out to Brittany. I, I feel bad every time I see her. Every time I see her dance in them like weird videos, I be feeling like she blinking and trying to do Morse code. That's what they're saying. Yeah, she's trying to like tell them like, let me out, save my soul with her eyeballs. That's so sad. Her That's dad sad. really got her. The, the dad, the industry, the court system, that girl can't do a goddamn thing. And that's messed up. And that's wild. Conservatorship, I think they call it. And they and they talking about, oh, she shaved her head. Yeah. Oh, I was. Yeah. 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 That's, that's, that's the least thing she did was right. shave her head. Cool. They were saying like she was just trying to take control back of her life or something. Like, all right, y'all think I'm this pretty pop star? Fuck this hair. Fuck y'all. Fuck this dog. Wait, she killed the dog? No, but I was just waiting. Oh. Back in the day, they used to carry them tiny ass dogs around. <laughs> Ty, you a cop skipping a jump from carrying a tiny dog around. Sasha is big as shit. And old as hell. <laughs> 50, she, she 56, right? She 56. All right. In human years. <laughs> old ass dog. <laughs> Shut up. Love you, baby. <laughs> Yeah, y'all funny. <laughs> are, are y'all ready? To, yeah, yo, it, the bad thing about it is we having all this fun and then we about to have a serious topic. A real serious topic. Wait, are we yeah. done with the fun stuff? I mean, unless y'all got something else y'all want to no. bring up. Uh, oh, well, no, we did have one. We did have one more. <laughs> we did have one more. So, what is something non-sexual that turned you on? Ooh, like this. Um... I put on your sexy voice. Go ahead. Go ahead. Talk, talk to us, Ali. Intelligence. I like when someone can teach me things. Um, definitely intelligence. That's the main thing. I can spell onomatopoeia. That's that's. <laughs> um, when I say teach yeah. me things, I mean like things you know, like out the ordinary, or show me places, that, things that I've never seen. Um, Perspectives. Yeah, I just I really like to learn from people and. Um, yeah, like when a man is like super smart, and it's not just book smart. It could just be like just anything, like common sense. Because no offense, none of y'all, a lot of y'all don't have it. Um, 
In fact, you should start off with none of y'all's. <laughs> I said, I, I, I fixed myself. I feel you. Um, but no, like I'm saying, like, you know, like, in, um, really, like, just, I don't know, like, intellect. Just being able to break down certain things or just, you know, just, just yeah, just being smart. So, Ollie, would you say that the complete opposite would turn you the fuck off? Like a dumbass nigga. Oh, yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> I can't, I can't. Um, if I can't learn from you, there's you're not. I'm not gonna say like, well, no. I feel like people that in my life benefit me, right? And in, in some shape or form, you benefit me, right? And if I can't learn from you, then what, what do you what do you, what are you here for? Mm. And don't teach me no nut ass shit, Jarrell. Who's Jarrell? <laughs> he gonna listen. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Remember, I got certain. Yeah, fuck him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. All right, all right. Keep going. I um, think it's your turn. We going? Oh, wait! You got another no, no, one? No, no, no. That's that's the main one. For okay. Me. I don't know. Y'all can come back to me. I'm so trying to think. All right, Ty. For me, I'm I'm definitely here for being able to like learn something from you. I just like enjoy watching a man do manly shit. Oh my god! Yes. Like, <laughs> speak on it. <laughs> Fixing things. Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the niggas that own own a hammer. Oh my god, my tire got a flat. You changed that shit. All right, babe. There's men that don't even own a toolbox. That's a turnoff. You said men don't own a toolbox? No, there's some that don't. That's a turnoff for me. Like you gotta get because I'm very handy, so I don't want to do the work. If I'm with you, like you need to be able to like, you know, pull out the hammer, pull out the screwdriver, you know, get get some things together. Like And not that hammer, fellas. You gotta be able to pull out more than one. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just say. Um <laughs> All right, that's 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 yours. So I mean, since we asked Ollie, and like, it's, yeah, like just I don't know, like just making sure that if we're walking, like you're on the outside mm-hmm. of the street, like you're protect, like your protector. Like I just like when oh the bar is low. Shit, that's it. Why is the bar low? Because that should be like automatic. I, but that's that automatic to you because of how you're the raised. Bar is low. I'm no, saying I'm that saying the, I enjoy that. I enjoy stuff like right, that. Right, right, right. But I'm saying that also shouldn't be something that should be hard to attain. I didn't say it was hard to obtain. I'm not saying that you said it. I'm saying the bar is low. So if say if someone was listening, right, and they're like, mm-hmm. "Man, what kind of stuff is like turning women on?" We should be able to step up to that particular standard. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. I'm not coming at your assessment. I'm simply saying that the bar, that's low. You should be able to achieve that. Men that are listening. Absolutely. That's all. Okay. Yeah, that's a big one too. Yeah. Being protective. <laughs> <laughs> what is so funny? What's happening right now? Me and Ty argue every week. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. I ain't say that. You did say that. Well, what I said was, all right, girl. <laughs> All right, I got one. Okay. Assertiveness. You ever Ooh, see somebody like, like, yes. do like, like, <laughs> there was one time I was punking out with buying my car. He was like, bitch, you go pay this about the money. I was like, I don't want to. <laughs> my boy stepped in like, nah, I ain't not going to play it. I was like, I ain't going to pay it. <laughs> and when they be like, negotiate that kind of stuff and like, be that kind of assertiveness and. Does anybody Definitely understand don't. what I mean? We understand no, no, exactly no, what you mean. Yeah. yeah. Like, take control. And like, not even in just that, like, I'll. The work home from stuff, you got a chance. I got a chance to see the person that I was dating, like work, and see how they like manage stuff mm-hmm. and the way they talk to people and how they cut stuff off. Which I'm not 
that good at being that kind of assertive and directive. Usually I'm just like, nah, and I'll just cut it off. But they like put people in a place in a respectful way, but yet assertive place. That's like, wow. No, facts. Wow. Yeah, I definitely like that too. Um, but we asked Ali and, and we didn't ask y'all to. So what's on the opposite, the converse side, the other end of the spectrum? What's the turn off? Weak ass, punk ass, pussy ass, fucking Jarrell. <laughs> That's who the fuck is. Yo, what's up with you, bro? Why are you looking at your mic <laughs> like Like, 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 Jarrell's in the mic. He is on his ass. Anything that your bitch ass is made out of. That's what the fuck I So, Tayana. Oh, my God. That just hurt my feelings. Right. I don't even know Jarrell, but I feel, I empathize with you, my brother. What's up? A turn off is like beta males, like, yes, men. Oh yeah, I want to please you. You know, just do all this shit. You want to know every now? You want like like if you say yes, you're like no. Okay. Yeah, like why everything is just just be just be. I mean, I don't like being told no. I don't know. You want no yes, nigga? No. How dare you try to do everything you can to make me happy? Right, like, wait, what? No. Do you do you mean like a weak man, like a? No, she meant what she said. Personally, I don't like being told no, so I like being told yes. Yeah, no, like I don't know, like speaking to the mic, Caroline. I don't know. I just can't. I don't. You don't want a soft, a soft, yes, like someone who's soft and just like a pushover. Yes, yes, that's what I mean. Being pushed over by you though, like you're pushing them over. I mean, I mean, of course, you don't want nobody else to do it, but like if you, yes, like I know that I'm able to just get any and everything out of you. There's no debate. There's no nothing. You just so for example, you be like pick up a dozen eggs. He'd be like, all right, and come back with six. Like you are gonna take these six eggs? You like, all right, yeah, that's what I want. No, like you talking about? I don't know. I I can't. Make the example without the person knowing that I'm talking about them. Mm. Oh, you want to say no names? Nope. <laughs> Dang, I like that part. And though. it wasn't even like a relationship. They were like, they, they. I know they liked me, but it was just like I don't know. It was just me. He too me, eager like, to please. I don't know. Like Ty, I'm not trying to be smart, but like that's like what happened if what happened, like what is that what you want? I don't to? know. Like I need someone to. I don't know to stand their ground if 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 they disagree about something, like oh, I want, you don't want them nobody to stand docile, their, like their stand mm-hmm. stand their place, like mm. say how you feel, mean what you say, with your and chest. If we disagree, we disagree, <laughs> but right. I don't need you to agree with everything. Yes, and yes, I, control, I control, and I, I'm control. I like to be controlling in a relationship, so it's just like wait, you like to be controlling, but you don't want somebody to be docile back and let you control. You no, I need someone to, to calm me down because I know how controlling I can be. Mm. So I don't like, I can't be with someone who just allows me to make all the decisions. Oh, okay. Just, okay. just. I think I, I think I get it. Yeah. I'm like, sorry. I it took know. me a while. You get it, Chris? Mm-hmm. Okay. What about you, Chris? What about you, Chris? Um, Turn on and turn on. Non-sexual <laughs> thing that turns me on is like somebody who, um, who can enjoy a vibe with me and what i mean by that is like just something simple like music music is like something that like i really bond with people over so um 
Talking about that, you ain't sent me the music in a long time. Creating no non-sexual vibe with you. It's like no, um, but no, like that's something that like I think that's like, like if a girl was to like put for me to be a big music person, and I'm always putting other people on. If you can put me on the music, and I'm and you introducing me to things that I wasn't really into before, or or that in general. So if you're the type of person where you can just like put me onto like new experiences and get me out of my comfort zone. Um, that's like a real big thing for me because if you let me be in my comfort zone, I'm, I can be boring. I'm not a boring person, but I can be if you, if we just sit around not doing nothing. Um, so if you're the type of person where it's like, you know, let's try this or I like, and not to say that I'm the type of person where I want the woman playing the dates for us, you know, when that's like my responsibility, but like, if you see something that you think we would enjoy, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm with it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and I, I, I'm usually not a person that'd be like, nah, I ain't doing that. You know what I'm saying, like, if you say, oh, I want to try this or let's do this, you down? I do it. You know what I'm saying, so that's uh, that's dope for me. Um, a turn off is definitely somebody that can't hold a conversation. I mean, I have a podcast, so clearly I like to talk. <laughs> so <laughs> if we can't have like uh, a conversation and an intellectual conversation, one that like is like thought provoking, I'm not saying you got to be like a rocket scientist and know everything about everything but like if you know a little bit about a little bit that's cool too you know what i'm saying it's like all right let's let's talk like let's laugh together and have that type of conversation and be good but if we can't do that like i don't see how anything is going to come out of that situation that's fruitful like we can't talk so we can't get to the next of anything Mm -hmm. what you making that face for tony what would you go ahead say say it to the mic go ahead Say it. Yeah, have you always got that from? So everybody. <laughs> Yo, so everybody you that boy was crazy. We were young as fam, fruitful, fam. intellectual fam. We were young. Like I'm talking about as an adult, yeah. nigga. Like, dang, uh, so we talking about what, we talking about our turnoffs now. <laughs> All right, just making sure. That's crazy. This boy is nuts. <laughs> Nigga, I hope she like catch you slacking in the street one day, <laughs> and she just like she do want to be my ass though. She, she, she needs to. Yeah. She want to be my ass. She needs to. Like, jeez. So she can catch me. She's fine. I'm gonna outrun her. <laughs> <laughs> That's my homie. I can yo, say that. Y'all is a wallet. <laughs> Next, can you? You want to transition us into this? Yeah, let's talk about spirituality, y'all. <laughs> yo. Okay. <laughs> yo, this nigga's at my This is fine. So, all right, yeah. So, 50 minutes in, we're going to get to our 50 minutes 50 in. Minutes in. <laughs> so, clearly, there is no topic after this. Um, But, yes, this week's topic actually in the whole reason that Olivine is here is it actually was prompted from a conversation that we had. Oh, I'm sorry. Your name <laughs> that is your name. Dang Ollie. Me and Ollie were talking. Thank you. Dang, that's like me being like, yo, don't call me Chris, call me cornbread. Like dang. your name is, so you want everybody to call you Christopher? That's fine. That's my name. Whatever. Call me Ollie. Anyway, so we were having a conversation. Um and it was interesting because like I feel like it's something that anybody who does believe in any type of higher power, any deity, anything like that, um, has a moment or a period in life where they don't necessarily have the same 
um, belief the entire time. They don't have the same amount of faith. Um, the pract- uh, pract- practicality, practicality, whatever. <laughs> it's not as practical to just simply be like, uh, yes, I believe this. I'm firm in it, and that's it. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to get y'all take on just uh, you know some some things that pertain to the whole uh, idea of spirituality, religion, and you know how you feel about it as an adult versus, you know, possibly how you felt about it as, you know, in your younger years, those type of things. So, um, mm. yeah. Um, if anybody wants to start, um, well, I'll, I'll start. So I am a religious person and I've absolutely over the years have gone through times of like struggling with belief. Um, Sometimes just like questioning everything altogether. Sometimes feeling like if the only reason I believe is because I was told to, mm-hmm. um, and struggling with like not receiving re reaffirmation or reassuring signs mm-hmm. to back up what I believe. So that's been a struggle for me, but not recently, but there's definitely been times, um, especially when I was going through my phase of like trying to find a new church. Mm-hmm. That was rough because then, like, you go some places and you can, like, get a read that it's just not right. Not the best fit. <laughs> it's not the fit. Um, From either what the preacher's talking about to how they're delivering their messages. If you're getting anything from the, the message. The culture of the, yeah. the people there. Like, so, the way they vibe. Yeah, I get that. Right. So, that's been something, you know, I struggle with. Ali, you know, since me and you had the conversation, I'll, I'll let you go next. So... Um, I also like grew up in church, you know, religious, um, Christian and everything. But I think that for me, um, cause I'm like an empath. So like a lot of things when I see, like, even if it's not completely related to me, when I see it, I just ask questions like, why did this happen to this two year old or why did this happen to this baby or whatever? And, you know, when you go to church every Sunday and they tell you, like, if you ask God, good things are going to happen. If you pray, good things are going to, you know, whatever. And when my friend passed away from cancer, I think that my beliefs just changed because I felt like I was praying every single day once I found out that he had it. And um, he also grew up in a church. You know, his his parents are in a church and everything, like his whole family. He's a believer and everything. And everything was going, like, great. You know, he found, like, the women of his dreams or whatever. He had the job that he finally wanted, like, he worked so hard for. And then... At 32, it was just like cut short. And I felt like I prayed. I prayed all the time. And I thought that God was telling me, oh, he's going to be fine. He's, you know, he's good. Because, you know, they always say like you can hear God speaking, you know, speak to you and everything. And for a moment, I kind of was like, all right, he's going to be good. I tell you, like, once you believe, if you believe, then it shall happen. Right. If you ask, you shall receive. So I basically just like kept speaking it that he was going to live and he was going to be fine. And I remember me and Chris actually and a bunch of us, we had went to New Orleans, you know, we're living our lives and everything, just having fun. And we hadn't, a few of us hadn't heard from him in a long time, maybe like a week or maybe three weeks or something like that. And we tried to reach out. We didn't get no response. Um, so I just figured like, okay, maybe he's just, you know, going through things. And then he sent us a text message saying like he was okay, but going through whatever he was going through, but he he was, he was fine. Then I remember we came back. I think we went to the, to, to the Hamptons. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we went to the Hamptons again. We had a ball, you know, we're just again, living our lives. And I remember coming back from that. I went, bought me a new car. Like 
And I think a week later, I was told that he had passed away. And I think it just hit me like this whole time I was just living, not realizing that he was suffering and I stopped praying. And for me, it was like, okay, like, is that why? Like, and and I'm not supposed to blame myself because obviously it's not up to me, but it was just like, I prayed so hard, so many days, so many nights, like, you know, even on the phone with him. And then it was just like, that's it. Like he's, he's, he's gone. So at that point, um, it was hard for me to accept it. And then, um, even just believing, cause I was just like, am I like, I'm praying to you. Like, are you even hearing me? Like, cause I just, I just didn't understand it, you know? And I, my cousin passed away from cancer at the age of 20. Um, and that was another situation where like we prayed, you know, we went to chop hospital every day. We prayed with him. We had a pastor in there. We did everything and his life was cut short. So it's just like things like that to me that were like, that made me question, like, am I really supposed to believe? Like I was going to church, you know, I was getting on my knees every night. I was praying before I was eating my food. I was praying when I would get up in the morning. Every time I thought about it, I was praying about it. And what I didn't want to happen, happened. So it got to the point where it was like, I didn't want to believe. I was mad. I was very angry at God. Like I was just like, yo, like you don't even listen. For for a long time, like I used to sleep in my Bible, like literally under my pillow. I put that thing... I probably in a closet. I might've throw it away. I don't even know. Like, I was just like, nah, like I don't even want to look at that. And, um, I was struggling with it because my family is like, Oh, if you're, if you're struggling with this or whatever, you have to pray, you have to pray, you have to thank God and you have to thank God in all situations. And it's like, how, how do you do that? And then it also stems from like things that's happened to me in my life that I had to go through a lot of traumatic experiences. And it's like, why did that happen? They always say there's a lesson for it. There's a lesson. Things happen for a reason. But to me, till this day, I still have no idea why the things that happened to me happened to me. And I still struggle with praying to God. Like, I am I think I'm spiritual. I do believe that there's like a higher being. I don't know exactly who that is. Um, but to say that I believe in everything that's in the Bible, like word for word and living this righteous life, unfortunately, I still have, a, I still struggle with that. I don't, I don't really know. Because I feel like I, I kind of did it and it didn't really benefit me in any way. So now I'm just like, I'm just living day by day. You know, I do like believe that there is a higher being. I just, I'm not religious. I think I'm just spiritual. Um, Do any of y'all have a similar experience or like what's your, um, do you, are so Tony, are you spiritual like at all? Like what's your standpoint well on everything I, first of all I, I, th- I thank you for disclosing that i didn't i remember hearing something like that but i didn't i didn't know that what was going through and that that's mm-hmm. very hard um on so many different levels too i think the loss is something that unfortunately we we never really get over um and we tr- we it's, it's so weird because spirituality religion which are two different concepts of course like oh. spirituality more of a connection to a higher being or higher entity or higher power and it doesn't have to always be a person or like a being it could be something bigger um than what you are and their religion is an indoctrine of information that you subscribe to and you follow like a list of things and there's so many different religions but i think there could be overlap with it but we often in my opinion we if you're brought up religious which i was too um you we're kind of trained and normalized to turn to your religion for comfort. And it's challenging when that comfort isn't always given or provided when you look for it, especially with something as big as loss. Um, I think for me, myself, uh, just going through like sexuality concerns, 
you know, watching people go through hard stuff, watching people's life get cut short. But I wouldn't say even say watching people have to live a life full of pain in general. Like I think even work with me watching somebody go through stuff and, and my, my, my job, I remember every time I go to the hospital and go to work, I'm looking at people who's dying to die. Like I want to get out of here. And I'm like, you were, you know, it makes you, makes me challenge, even though I am religious and spiritual, it makes me challenge like, you were put on this earth to suffer like, Mm -hmm. like that, like that, that doesn't, that doesn't match everything I'm learning about God. And that makes me not question what I, who I consider as God or question my spiritual practices. And I'm about to be real blunt. I don't believe the Bible is hundred percent accurate at all. I just think one of the most sacred and important um, pieces of literature that we have on this earth that's been around for 2000 plus years hasn't been changed and altered any kind of bit. The, the Bible that we read is not in its 100%. Like it wasn't in Latin or something like that. So just a, a book that has been fought over and justified for killing so many people, you're telling me that man wasn't able to influence this in any kind of way. And that's, I just don't believe that. I know when I have conversations with people who are old school generation black saying the book, the word would never come back void. And I'm like, I think you're looking at that too literal. I think the word's can be wrong. It's more of the message that we're getting when we finally connect to the higher being that we need to listen to. Um, I, I think when it comes to, and this is the last thing I have to say, but when it comes to religion and my relationship with God, which is a growing blossoming relationship that I don't think is going to ever end. I think it's a daily struggle. Um, I haven't experienced loss on that kind of level, um, but I know it will come and it's going to happen. Um, but it, it, it's it's really challenging because it it it's like if how... I didn't know that love could hurt. So like, if you love me so much, why am I going through this? Why is people I'm caring for, I'm going going through this. And I, I, it's just when I turn for certain people to give me kind of explanations, they're always just like, you need to trust God, trust God, trust God. And if you question, it's like, you're in the wrong. And I'm like, I, I don't think that's how our relationship with God should be. I shouldn't fear. Indeed, my mind is not going to wrap around his work or his like, his power, but I, I do need to find some comfort into understanding what the hell is going on with my life or what the hell is going on with that. And I think that is something I don't know if I'm going to ever get, but I need to get comfortable with accepting that I'm never going to get it. If that, did any of that shit make sense? Yeah. Oh, all right. Sense. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. I really can't wait for you. Cause I, you, <laughs> what's up? Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, so like I wasn't raised in a religious uh, household um we had my my sister's father was probably the closest thing to like me ever probably going to church and then also the experience that I recently shared with going to your church mm-hmm. um i want to say probably me just coming into my own i i'm definitely more of a spiritual person than i am religious um not against it, but I personally haven't the, the Christians that I've experienced weren't the nicest. They were the most judgmental. It kind of didn't make didn't make sense to me. Mm. Religion like just had me completely conf- confused because it felt like it was causing more harm than good. A lot of people were divided and it just didn't make sense to me because I just felt like everyone's making their own set of rules for this one being that we, you know what I mean? Like it's all, I felt like it was the same person, but 
because we're all divided and we have to believe certain ways. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's yeah. just just causing a lot of rift. So I I I don't know. I I felt more of a spiritual person because it allows me to create my relationship with God. The relationship that I want to have with the higher being, whichever that is. I feel like it's helped me just not put blame on things that happen that are that are like I felt uh maybe victim to some of the trauma that I have in my life. It's helped me to cope and know that I'm not the only one that has experienced this pain. I'm not the only one that's going to experience pain. I I haven't had a huge loss in my life where uh it's really affected me. Like you said, I, I know it's going to come soon. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of, I just feel like I'm kind of preparing mm-hmm. for that moment because I, I know how that's going to be for me. But um, I don't know. I I just need to create my own relationship. I can't have no – there's no set of rules. Like, life is just crazy, period. So I can't sit here and act like I can follow a set of rules or uh, – I don't know. Like – Mm. Well, I'm, I'm, I I think that's normal though. Mm-hmm. Um, not and not not to cut you off, but like I, I think like as you are explaining it, where it's kind of that thing where it's like a lot of uncertainty on what aspect you want to you know explore and like you say, create your own relationship. I think that's the main thing is that there has to be some type of relationship in the first place. That's like the groundwork of it. Like, I think belief is one thing, and I think relationship is another. Mm-hmm. Um, you can believe that there's a higher power, whether you want to believe that it's God, the universe, whatever the case may be, but there's a relationship that has to go along with it in order for it to be effective. Um, so, and, and that's what a lot of times I'll speak for myself, but it sounds like from how everyone else has explained it, where there's kind of like sometimes a disconnect. Um, And the disconnect can come from the fact of you don't necessarily know how to communicate with this thing that doesn't necessarily always communicate back in the traditional sense of how we communicate. You know, like my form of communication is to talk to you and for you to talk back. I can't physically hear God. You know, that's not, you know, there's not uh, uh, some deep voice coming from the clouds in heaven saying, Chris, this is what's going to happen and everything's going to be great. You know, you have to look for signs. You have to have your own personal belief and faith and those type of things. And that's where I think like it, it becomes a struggle is because it's so abstract. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times there's not anything tangible unless there is that physical. Well, not the physical, but that that relationship aspect of your belief system. And that's where I think things like church and any type of union that you have um, where people gather um, or if you have just any type of community, because. Church can be anywhere, you know, mm-hmm. if you do believe the Bible says, you know, where two or three are gathered in his name, you know, that's basically church. You know what I'm saying? So it doesn't have to be a large thing. I actually got a text while we were recording. Somebody just sent me like a Zoom link for a Bible study that they have. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it, it can be any type of thing. Um, but the relationship aspect, I think, alleviates a lot of the doubts because I found that the most vulnerable that I've been to having my question be my faith being questioned is when the relationship is suffering, when I'm not going to church as often, um, when I'm not praying, when I'm not taking time to be thankful for the things that have been done. Because a lot of times our communication with the higher power, with God, 
um, only comes from when we need something as opposed to just in our everyday lives. Like, you know, you you don't wake up and talk to your boyfriend or girlfriend only when you need something. You talk to them because you have a relationship with them and that's what you do. You communicate. Um, So I think that's important is to start to implement, you know, a lot of the relationship aspect into your belief system. Um, And not for nothing, we talked about the whole, um, your five love languages. Mm -hmm. I think there's no languages that you have as it pertains to things like religion as well. Um, Some people, their way of communication or showing their love is by through praise. You know what I'm saying? People shout and, you know, hallelujah. And they speak in tongues and all that kind of stuff. And some people internalize, like they, you know, get quiet and that that stillness, or, you know, some people will call that meditation. I was going to say, like, even in in mm -hmm. spirituality, you have your affirmations, Mm -hmm. you, um, law of attraction. Yeah. You, you're meditating, um, like it's it's like doing There's the parallels. same thing, but you're mm-hmm. you're just calling it something different. Right. I I, I agree. I think there's a lot of parallels. I, I, I think that the, the the main difference is really just going by the book. Like as far as religion right. and spirituality, I think religion is more like you're literally I'm not going to say living by the book, but you're trying your hardest to live by the book and you know not sin or not you know fornicate or do these certain things and you know when you're i think for me because i feel like i've become more spiritual than anything else um i still live my life i'm still thankful you know at the end of the day in the morning when i wake up when i'm eating my meal i'm still thankful for what i have still grateful i still show a lot of Mm -hmm. gratitude when i meditate i always i'm thankful for the the highs and the lows um but i think that with Religion is just really just going by the book. And because it says certain things, you just go by that. And to me, when I was really into the word and everything, and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm you know, reading these, these scriptures. And if I do this and I do this, then this is going to happen. And when it doesn't, it's just kind of like, okay. But, and I'm not saying that with spirituality that cannot happen, but I'm saying because it's not really written, it's, I'm not going really by the book. I'm just, you know, just... Um, exercising my own mind and just, you know, trying to do this whole law of attraction. I'm not really basing it. It's going to happen. It's more so like, okay, I'm just letting it go. But I feel like because it's written in a book, it's kind of like, okay, this is supposed to, that's how it is in my head, I guess. Like it's supposed to happen because mm-hmm. it's like, it's I guess more disappointing. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. happen mm-hmm. because of that. Yeah. So one thing like that I've noticed as far as with like going by the book is and, and this is something that I've I guess been learning with the, the new church that I attend now is learning how to interpret what you're reading is much more important than just following the set of rules and the things that are laid down in the Bible itself. Um a lot of the book is metaphorical. Mm-hmm. Um and a lot of the way we were taught the Bible is literal. And I think that's where there's a lot of contradiction. And that's where one of the things like with, with Tony, when, when you were speaking of how like the book is 2000 years old and, you know, it pretty much we're using a book from that time we frame, the context so, of what that, what meant in that time. Right. Yeah. So it, a lot of the things that now once, you know, they're being read or taught, if you see it for the, the, the metaphysical way that is being used, it makes more sense and it's applicable to now because the way that it's applied doesn't is not time restrictive. Um, and I, I think so. I think once 
I feel like religion, spirituality is just like anything else. If you don't have the right person teaching it to you, or you're learning it the wrong way, or you're learn not even the wrong way, just learn it in a way that you're not able to grasp it and apply it, it's always going to come out disappointing to use the word that y'all use because you're going to you're using wrong doctrine or incorrect doctrine to apply to life and then expecting the proper result to come out of it. So you can't apply bad doctrine, bad knowledge, bad information to get the right answer. It just doesn't work that way. Well, I think that's the importance of having, which I, when my relationship with religion, I tend not to enjoy fellowship, but I see the importance of it because I'm a biblical scholar. I'm not no theologian. So I don't know what everything means in the context of what it is. I haven't studied the Bible, but I think when you fellowship with others, you're able to kind of sit down and kind of put it all on a table and try to understand it and apply it to the moments that you guys are going in and get that kind of immediate feedback that you might not get from the higher power, higher power in the moment. I think what what's really tricky about it specifically when it comes to religion, spirituality within the black community is that it, I found that similar to what Ty has been saying that Ty said earlier, that it's, it's almost at times weaponized against mm-hmm. groups of people. Um, not just people of sexuality between against women, against just marginalized groups of people within the black culture. And I just don't like that certain people, when I went to kind of uh, Christian spaces these people kind of use it as their platform to show that I'm indirectly subtly better than you. I'm more rehearsed in it. I'm just like it. What was this guy? There was a guy that said like the church is in a place for like a museum of the saints It's a hospital for the sinners and the people mm-hmm. who hurt. And I'm like, but it's being used as a museum. Of the it saints. is you go there. Mm-hmm. I'm a, like, there was one time and I, I grew up in a seventh day of Venice church. So like, they were like, you have to dress a certain kind of way. And I remember I was young and I asked my grandma, I'm like, love her but she's, she is old school. And I was just like, what happens if, you know, somebody comes in here not so dressed up to the nines and everything like that because they might not freaking have it, but they right. are in need for help and medicine and, you know, welcoming and all, like, just good nature from you guys. And you guys pass that kind of judgment. It was like, well, we would accept them first. This is a while ago, but we mm. accept them first. I remember asking the, the elders there, we accept them, but we would try to move them towards eventually dressing a little bit better. And I said, that's what you guys are worried about? Right. The way they're dressed, not not their not soul needing help, yeah. healing? And I'm just like, I remember at such a young age that shifted my perception. I'm like, this isn't a safe place that it's intended to be. And when you get to other people, because I think even within not, it- Not to cut you off, especially ahead, because they say, like, you, gotta, you have to come as you are, right? So you come as you are, but because you're not coming as you are, like, you get past super judgment. right. You pass judgment, and it's like that's contradictory. I think to there's me. such a big divide between old school black Christians and more millennial forward black mm-hmm. Christians, and it's just like it's like you guys are putting so much emphasis on stuff that doesn't matter, and it's creating a division within churches, and that's why certain churches are dying off and stuff like that because we don't feel welcome. And I like the is it called change church? Yes. I like the, yes. the, the, the more, the more message behind that, like mm-hmm. just come as you are, we're all going to fellowship and, you know, get together. Cause I think that's what our community right now needs. needs. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and that's what drew, drew me to um, their churches, how inclusive, how up to date they are um, without going overboard. Because I do think that there does need, there does need to be a separation. You should not be able to, it shouldn't be to the point where it's so blurred that you can't tell the Christian from 
just anybody on the street. Mm-hmm. So there absolutely does need to be a divide, which is established within the church, but it's not to the point where it's non-inclusive or discriminatory. Um, it's very inviting. Um, it's a mixture from young to older, but everyone intermingles. Every, even though there is, um, you know, the iconic, um, you know, separation of the church where it's like the young adults, even that isn't to the point where it's just like, oh, well, you overage, so get out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you 40 and you show up to Iconic, then that, you just 40 at Iconic. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, it is what it is. But, yes, um, I think there's a... I think there's a, a a a lot of church hurt to you know call it what my pastor calls it is people come to church with the expectation that it is going to be this inviting welcoming place this rehab center for you to get well um for you to hear and commune amongst people who share a belief system who are also there for the same reasons that you're there and then when people get there they realize that a lot of the things that are going on outside of the church are going on inside of the church at times amplified yes especially since it's it's like a smaller community of those people mm-hmm. so it's like a microcosm of the world but just in a smaller so <laughs> what microcosm? I love that word. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's like a microcosm of you know what's going on in the outside world, but like you said, it's amplified because it's not as many people, but you're still experiencing the same thing. You're still experiencing clicks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know where you get in church, and then you know this click doesn't want to accept you know you as a new person, or they want to talk about you and all this kind of stuff. So like you get the gossipy thing going on. Um, you get the judgmental side, like you mentioned, where you know. If you come in and you have something, you know, from your past, you <laughs> you come into church because you want to get redeemed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like this is it's kind of like, you know, people even though they don't go to voluntarily like or yeah, like rehab. Like if people go to rehab, like it's because you want to fix what is negative in your life. What what whatever kind of rehab it is. So you come to church and you try to redeem yourself and then like you have people that are looking at you like they're better than you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, ma'am, you, sir, you've been doing the same thing and still doing the same thing. But just because you're in a better, better emotional state um, or you're a little bit more comfortable with, with your dysfunction, you feel like you can look down on me. And mm-hmm. I, I think that's like super unfair. And I do get how that can push mm-hmm. people away from church. Um, and but I, the only thing that I would caution against is I feel like a lot of times people get pushed away from church and that's what pushes them into spirituality. I feel like if Wait, pushes them away from religion and into spirituality right. or not both. Right. So away from religion because they don't like the the way that it operates uh-huh. and into spirituality. But it's not the religion that's hurting them. It's the people that are practicing the religion or in that particular church that are pushing them out, not the religion itself. Okay. And I think that part can be a little bit dangerous only because if the religion is what you originated, if that's where you were getting, if that's your source and that's, you know, where you were supposed to be, I feel like you should find a way to stay in that portion of it. If the if the spirituality is just simply you picking that to alleviate the structure of religion, to alleviate um, the accountability that 
mm-hmm. um, you know, religion will provide just so you can, you know, move into your own space. I think that can be dangerous, but I'm not knocking people that choose spirituality. Like, because I'm not the type of person where I'm like, oh, you need to do. Listen, I'm not in a position to tell anybody to do anything. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get myself together. So if you're a religious person, cool. If you're a spiritual person, cool. If you're agnostic, cool. If you're, uh, what's it when you don't believe nothing? Oh, atheist. Atheist. That's cool too. Just don't be, just don't slander me in the mean, in the meanwhile, because I'm not going to slander you. You can believe what you want to believe. I'm going to believe what I want to believe. But don't let people push you one way out of hurt. You know what I'm saying? Or don't let the structure push you out of accountability and into something else. That's, that's my only thing. I think that's a good point. Yeah. I think that's a good point because no, it is a good point. I think, but for me, I don't think it was people or church. It was just oh, I was experience. speaking in general. But oh, okay, yeah. yeah, I think for me, it was really just experience and just feeling like I'm not going to say like God failed me, but it was just I was just it was disappointments after disappointments after disappointments, and I'm like, yo, like I'm doing everything, and it just got to the point where I just felt like I I, I can't. Casual question because this is something that. I personally struggle with and I want to know if like, just want to bring it to your attention to see if, you know, if you can see this side of it, do you ever feel selfish for making those situations that happen to other people about you? And I'm not saying that you're making it about you, but like you're, you prayed, you know, they, unfortunate things happen to the people you love. Mm -hmm. Right. And then what I mean by you make it about you is like, God felt me because I prayed, but it was their situation. I have thought about that. I did. Mm-hmm. I did definitely th- thought about that. Um, so I say like, it's not really like about me, but I think it's just a circumstance and the fact that I am an impasse. I take everybody's emotions in, you know? Mm-hmm. So even like when at one point, I think on Facebook, it was like these, this little girl who her dad, you know, raped her. I think she was like 10 months and then this other girl who was like two years old and the dad did not want to break the window in a car because he was afraid of how much oh, it was yeah, going to cost. That. Right. So to me, it's just these type of things that I think about. And I'm like, you know, we, we when I pray, I don't pray for myself. I pray for everybody else. You know, I kind of put myself last. I've always been like that. So it's like, you know, you pray and you just, you know, you because for me, I usually ask God to pray for those who... Um, the less fortunate or those who can't defend themselves or, you know, things like that to keep people safe. And when you see those type of things, and I'm not saying, you know, like, who am I? I'm just one person, you know, but it's just like, why is this happening? Like he said earlier, like, were you put on this earth to just suffer? Like she's 10 months. Why does something like that happen to 10 month old? And to me, that's where it's like, okay, where is God in this? And I know, like, I had talked to to your cousin about it, and he was like, well, you know, there is a, there's the devil. There's If you believe in good, you have to believe in bad. And I'm like, but we are, for me anyway, I was always told that if you, uh, like, if you if you pray for something or if you, you know, you shall receive or if you, and I don't know, I mean, I guess, you know, the devil, I guess, still exists. So bad things are going to happen, but it's like, where is God? How come God didn't protect that child? Or how come God didn't protect this person? Or if God is a healer of all things, how come he didn't heal this situation or this person? So that's where my frustration comes because it's not always internal or about me. Granted, I've been through a lot. And sometimes I do wonder, like, why did I have to go through that? Because it's still a struggle for me to be like, 
okay, I went through this because it was supposed to teach me this because it still didn't really teach me shit, honestly. I still just struggle with it. And um, it's like, what was the point? And I prayed. I prayed about it. I went to Bible study. I had a mentor. I went to church every Sunday. Like, I mean, the only thing that really saved me, honestly, was therapy. It wasn't praying. It wasn't God. It was just therapy. It was actually and really meditation and and learning how to calm my mind because when I read the Bible and I talk to God, it's not calming my mind. I'm just asking him a bunch of questions like, yo, what's good? And that didn't help me. It didn't help me because I, I didn't get the answers. And when I see others that are suffering, it's just like, why is this happening to this person? And even when they are a God believer, even when their whole family is praying, everybody is doing all of these things. And it's like, a lot of bad things happen to these good people. And I just, I can't understand it. I can't understand Can I it. say something? I don't want to sound in, insensitive, right? But I think exactly what you said is something that I struggle with. Something, it's something that like I struggle with when it came down to religion. Um, I understand that like people need something to believe in. like Because that that is what can get people through the day. Mm-hmm. So like I understand that. But it's like it's it's hard for me because, like you said, like you're putting all this on this one being mm-hmm. to kind of protect you, to keep your family, you know, like and when it fails you and this is all, you know, you can somebody can go off the handle. Honestly, it's, it's hard for you to to get back in that space of. Okay, like now I need to be my own savior. I have to mm-hmm. save myself. I need to figure out how I'm going to cope and get through things. Sometimes with people just relying on prayer, I just feel like it can it can really destroy somebody when it's time to find something like to cope about. Yeah, yeah, no, I definitely agree. I definitely well, agree. and and to piggyback off that, I think that there's to me it goes all the way back to. What's your relationship? Um, because there has to be discipline in your belief system as well. So what I mean by that is like no relationship in life is based on just simply asking you shall receive. That's just not how it works. Um, so that's not to invalidate your disappointment. You know, uh-huh. like your disappointment is valid. Um being upset is valid. Being hurt, being in pain, all those type of things. Um, but also, I understand in any relationship that I have, just because I ask for something, I'm not going to doesn't mean I'm going to get it. Um, and I have to. I've learned to not necessarily be okay with that, but be strong enough in my belief belief system um, and my faith because a lot of just the word itself, faith is strictly what most of this is because at the end of the day, if somebody was to tell you 1000%, I know exactly what the Bible means, how, what, what is conveyed, um, how it's supposed to be conveyed, where it came from, how my life is going to be after this life, all the, it's just not true. Mm -hmm. Like we don't know. Mm -hmm. None of us have seen God. Not one person walking this earth and there's 7 billion people. None of us can speak to saying that we've seen this person. So it is strictly a faith and it's a faith to believe daily and a faith to believe that there is truth in what you are being taught and what you believe in. So yes, 
you're going to ask for things that you're not going to get. I asked for a bike <laughs> the first Christmas that I can remember. I didn't get it, but I got a bike eventually. You know, so sometimes it's not that you're not going to get what you're asking for. It's that it may not come when you're asking for it because it may not be for you at that time. Now, clearly, I can't relate that to something like somebody passing away because that per- you can't get that person back once you lose them. So I'm not speaking of something like that, but I feel like when it comes to religions, um, spirituality and how we become disappointed is we focus on the nose. We focus on the disappointments. We focus on the perceived failures and we never, not never, but we rarely acknowledge the yeses, the highlights and those type of things because not for nothing, we kind of expect it. We feel entitled to it. We feel entitled to, oh, I believe, so I'm supposed to get this. And I mean, that's there kinda are, what they, that's kind of what they, they so, so yes, they, they, they so there, you there's like, God's promises, yeah, but the promises are not based on our timeline, that's but true. when we treat it like it is, um, because we feel like if we ask for something now, something that we're, most of the stuff we ask for, we're not even prepared mm-hmm. for if we were to actually be given it. Given it yeah. If we were to receive everything that we, dog, if you would have gave me the woman of my dreams at 23, because I prayed for her, I was going to mess that up. It's fact of life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't ready to be a husband at 23. I'm still struggling to see if I'm, I'm ready to be a husband at 33. So there's just like, I've, it's just a struggle with us uh, dictating how we want God to behave. We want God to do things the way we want him. It's like we almost feel like we're the authority figure and God we treat God like a genie more than we do, you know, a higher source. It's like, all right, these are my wishes. <laughs> this is what I want and either you grant it for me or you're not real, you're a joke. And once you have a relationship like that, yeah, you're setting yourself up for disappointment and failure. That's how I personally feel. I think it's really important to that well, when I when I listen to Ali's story, I think it's. I wonder if it's like instrumental for her to go through this, because that's a part of her her journey. And you probably maybe this is just me assuming, perhaps like your relationship with God, that this is unfortunately some type of instrumental thing to push you closer and challenge that kind of thing. I don't know. Um, I thought about that. I, I know when I think of every time when I question. Again, going to the old schools, every time I questioned my faith and I I didn't want to get another lesson back from somebody. I, I rather wanted to get just a listening ear and validation, perhaps not even validation, just somebody to listen um, who's also in the faith. But just to normalize the discomfort and the uncertainty that comes with being a Christian. And I put that in quote quotations. So like there, there's going to be challenges to your faith, to your, to your belief system all the time because this world is crappy and this world is full of pain. My, 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 I also, in addition, wonder, like, for example, the story that they always try to throw back is, now I might be wrong with this. Again, I ain't no theologian. But what's the story of Job when he lost, mm-hmm. like, his family, his cattle, got and boiled then it was on his restored. skin, everything like that, and he refused, and, like, then they say Satan come up to him or something, like, challenge him, like, and you still believe God, and he refused to curse God. And they use that as some type of, like, merit behavior of the way that you should deal with controversy. And I don't think it's that easy. And it's not that easy because 
I can crumble underneath not even losing my cattle, my family, and having boils on my hamster. I think I'm going to. Uh, it's it's challenging human. and it's it hurts. I'm not. It's aspiring to be like Job, but I'm not nobody's Job. So and they try to use it as like ways to kind of minimize your feeling. And I'm like, I think it's important for me to go through these questions as long as it freaking takes me a year, two years, three years to question a higher power authority because it's not about the way I. God and my pastor feels about my relationship with God. It's about my relationship with God and however long that takes. I think there is benefit and there is medicine in talking about it with other people, getting it out. I like that she said, you know, prayer didn't do it for me in that moment. Therapy did it for me. But who knows? This is just hypothetical mm-hmm. and just wondering if that therapy was God's work too. We don't know. And I we definitely don't know. thought about that too because mm-hmm. I actually, I don't know if I told you this, Chris, I actually went to go see a son. Went to go see a psychic, and um, she was very thorough. She not the one on Blackwood Clementon, is it over there across no, no, no. from Taco Bell? She... <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what it is, but no, no, oh, no. So she was very thorough, and I was afraid. I was like, I don't even know if I should do this because, again, I was still fighting myself with this whole religious spirituality thing. And I was like, you know what? Let me just give it a try. And she was actually she's. She, she's religious and she was like you need to pray more and I can tell that you don't believe as much anymore like you kind of lost your way and she mentioned things that nobody could have known I mean it was it was scary to me because I was like how did you even know that like she mentioned things that were so specific um that I was like okay like maybe maybe this is God then because how else would you know that because even my closest people around me didn't I know this, this information that she like literally threw at me? And she was telling me that, you know, that like my, apparently my, my life, majority of my life was negative, And that's why I have this, this, this negative cloud over me. And she was like, in order for you to get rid of that, you have to pray. She's like, you have to get closer to God. I'm like, but I'm, I'm literally struggling. Like, I have no idea how to do that. Like, and I showed Chris that I did like a, um, in my room, I made like a war room, I guess. Like I, changed my closet into like a prayer meditation room. Mm. And um, I made it really like, you know, me, but I, I put my Bible in there and I still struggle to go in there and look at it. I'm still having like this, this, this hard time to like, okay, do I really still believe? Like I'll go and meditate. I'll, you know, light up my sage and everything, you know, do all of that. But then like to actually, I don't know, like pray and read my Bible. And like, I I still struggle with that. Even though she told me that I needed to, I'm still having like a hard time. And I don't think it's because, I don't think that I don't believe. I think I'm just having a hard time. I think with my, I guess, faith, I'm having a hard time, like completely, like just giving myself and like, you know, rebuilding that relationship. How patient, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. How, how patient have you been with that hard time? What do you mean? Like, how long has it been? No, like, more your experience of having a hard time. Going back to this idea of, like, normalizing this and trying to... But, like, how have you been patient? Are you trying to rush this? Like, I'm trying to get back. No, I'm trying to no, get no, no, answer. no. I'm not. I really... It's like a working progress every day. Okay. I'm, I'm I'm very consistent where I go into my prayer closet, prayer room, um, almost every day. And I, I try. I literally try. Like, I've been had conversations with um, my aunts who are in Africa and my grandmother... And she was just like, you need to come back. You need to get back to like, you know, like source, like you need to be around us. Like, mm-hmm. and really maybe we'll be able to help you because I feel like 
okay, this, whatever. My aunt passed away and she was having a hard time and she actually committed suicide. So my thought was I didn't want to be or become like her because of the fact that I'm at this point where I'm like really questioning everything. So I had to talk to my, you know, my aunts and my grandmom and everything. And it was like, no, that's not going to happen, obviously, because I don't want to do what my aunt did. But it was just more like I was afraid because of the fact that I was having I was battling myself all the time. And I tried. I was like, you know, I'm gonna just put my Bible here. I'm gonna try to read it. But I still I, and I still have a hard time praying to God. Like I just I just really practice law of attraction. I can't get myself to like pray again like I used to. So I have a question and it was just something I was thinking about as you were um, talking. Um, do you, do you think that if let's just say that the three people that you named, um, I'm not going to say names, but your cousin or uh, the mutual friend and your aunt, if they were all still here. So if you're, if the two friends or your cousin and the friend beat cancer your aunt was still here. Do you think you would still be struggling with your belief? Um, I think so, because that's part of it. That's loss. But I've also been through some traumatic experiences that was like, why did I go through this? Mm-hmm. And I know that I'm not the only one. You know, everybody goes through trauma. Um, but again, like the, the lady said, even my therapist, you know, most majority of my life has been negative, has been pain. It's literally been based off of that. So it's like, no matter how many times, I mean, granted, it's like, okay, well, you prayed and you're still alive. I'm still healthy. Like, I'm still here. That's great. But then it's like, I live with that pain every day. And no matter how many times I pray about it, it's like, it's still here. And it's like, why did I go? What was the point? I just need God to show me, I guess, what was the point of this? If that, if I, if I was supposed to go through this, why? What was, what, what was it for? Because they always say like, you know, there's, you should have like a testimony or whatever. And I don't, what? What say that statement again? What did you just say? You said they should. They- I mean, like you know, when you go to church and say you go through, you know, some hardships and everything because you're when you come out of it, you have a testimony. And I mean, okay, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm alive. You know, I'm, I'm fine, but it's still something that I battle every day. Like I feel like I'm alive. I'm, I'm, I don't, I'm not going to say I'm not living because for the most part, I'm, I'm in a really good mental state right now. But it's still, you know, sometimes it still hits me. Like I still have to battle through that all the time. And it's like, what was the point? What was the reason? Yeah. There's something really interesting with what, what Ali's saying, though, like that 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 desire to still want to try, like you keep trying to try, like you still haven't give up. And I think that's something that we, <laughs> I wonder if that's what all Christians do all the time, not mm-hmm. minimizing what you're going through, but I'm just saying like that battle of getting up and always trying to stay within your faith or at least like if I'm losing my faith, let me try again, but I can't really get myself to have that prayer. I can't get myself to, to, to look at the situation through that kind of lens. I, it's, I don't know. It's so weird because going into this conversation, I said, <laughs> maybe I get some answers, more questions. <laughs> so, and I mean, I feel like that's part of the relationship though, is having the questions. Um, the only problem is I feel like since a lot of us have been taught the old school way, but we've been taught it in a very cliche manner, it doesn't allow for us the the proper growth or time span on how it's supposed to work. Because, like, literally, I, I, I promise you, if I say something right now, 
y'all can finish what what the slogan is. Because that's how we've been taught it. He may not come when you want him. <laughs> but he's always on time. <laughs> right. And, and, and what's the and, and but what's on time? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like they, they they don't nigga. Right? <laughs> this nigga, yeah. But yeah, but like but they don't tell you what the on time means. No. They just leave it like all abstract, like, oh yeah, that's he's gonna be on time. It's like, all right, well, I'm hurt now. So on time would be right now for me to get, you know, to be healed from the situation. Whereas the healing portion of it or the why to or the excuse me, the the answer to your why may not be something that you're supposed to have right now. Or it may be something that it's a and and and, and I hate to be one of those people that was like, you know, you just got to trust and you know the answer is going to come because sometimes it don't feel like the answer is ever going to come. Especially if this has been something that's been traumatic from childhood and now you're an adult. It's like, what am I supposed to get it right before I tap out? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's like, like you know what I'm saying? About to be 33 out this bitch. Like, what's up? But, you know, whatever. But 33 ain't old, but, you know, chill. In my head, from when I'm you go through 30. things for so long, yeah. it's like, it's it's been a long time. Like, when am I going? I don't know. I guess I'd be thinking, like, when am I? I mean, I feel like this year, well, last year was very, like, for a lot of people, it was hard. But for me, it was more like really, like, doing things for myself and putting myself first. I was still battling it. And then, end of last year I was just like yo like all this traumatic stuff like I'm just letting it go and I've been doing better with it but it's it's just the whole the whole praying thing that I'm just struggling with right now and getting back into the bible but it's just like okay eventually is maybe I'll get back into it and I don't know maybe I won't maybe I'll just be spiritual well the the thing is is I think personally if if the struggling to believe aspect is always going to be tied to, you know, if, if everything is right or if everything is fixed, then yes, it's going to be a daily struggle because even if you're not religious, even if you don't pray, even if you do just look at it from an aspect that an atheist would where, you know, we're just on life for the time that we're here or on earth for the time that we're here, everything's, there's never going to be a point in your life where everything is right. Even if it's right for you, the people around you that you care about, that you're praying about um, more than yourself, it's not all going to be right with them. We just don't live in that kind of world. And I think what happens is a lot of times we take the idea of religion and we take the reality out of it. Um, We treat it kind of like a fairy tale where it's like, all right, well, if I believe my life is going to be better automatically because I have this belief system and I'm not going to go through the same things that other people go through. When the, at, the truth of it is, you're probably going to go through worse things like you get attacked if you believe, you know, what I'm saying like by the enemy, like my cousin said, if there's good, there's bad. Well, like when there's good, there's bad. Even right now, you know, he's going through something, you know, what I'm saying and he's a amazing person, yeah. great person, like the, the glue to the family. And like, mm-hmm. he's going through something right now. You know, like my other cousin, he finally got his stuff together. You know, he's going through something like it, it's, it's just like the, when things start going right is also the time where you're going to, you know, probably face the most adversity as well because, you know, Shondo. you get tested. 
You know, so that's a good one. Yeah, like it it's that's when the most adversity comes. You know what I'm saying? Like there's so many there's so many high points in life that you have to fight to not have them interrupted by other things that is it's it is going to be a daily struggle. So if it's something where if that one low point creeps in and interrupts, you know, the, the, the good vibe or the wave you've been riding on, if that's enough to shatter your faith or, and I'm, and mind you, I'm not speaking directly to you. I'm speaking in general, but if that's enough to shatter your faith, like that's, that means that the relationship wasn't strong, wasn't where it needed to be. I wouldn't say that it's not strong because you can have a strong relationship and then something happens that if it's that traumatic. Yeah. Like if you're in a marriage and you find out that, your spouse has an outside child on you. Yeah, that's you can you might have thought that you had an amazing relationship until that comes, but that's something extremely traumatic. So yes, think things can happen, but people make vows to other people that they have that's stronger than the vows they make to God. People will hold down a, a nigga in jail before they try to before they hold down Jesus. Just saying. That's crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like they'll they'll have all the faith in the world. Like, nah, when he come out, he's gonna treat me right. That's funny. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm gonna hold it down. But <laughs> he'd get out and play you like a fiddle. Right. What? And then go back to jail. <laughs> 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 Meanwhile, you out here looking stupid trying to hold it down. But then but but you ask God for one thing and he don't give it to you, and then you're like, you know what, I'm out. This is this ain't working. This relationship ain't for me. So yeah. I just think relationship is the most important part of you know this entire conversation that we're having. And, you know, we just got to work on our relationships the same way we got to work on our, on our relationships as it pertains to friendships, boyfriends, girlfriends, husbands, wives, family, friends. We got to also work on our relationship spiritually as well. And I'm not pushing one way or the other. If you're spiritual, work on that relationship. If you're religious, work on that relationship. So yeah, anybody got anything else that they conversation is kind of therapeutic, okay? Oh, I appreciate. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I was gonna say that's, that's good. We got something out of it. That's good. All of us. We good. We Gucci. Should I end it with a gunshot? No. No. <gasps> it's like history month. Wow. That's the first time. Oh. <laughs> Next week. I don't let that Mac fall on my nigga. Don't. Bros, we on gold. That's a fact, real rap. That's just that. We ain't never running back. Yo, you thought this was playtime. I ain't got my eyes on my prize. If you could, we can't see that. Then you must be blind. Yeah, cause it's no lie. Yeah, I told mine to chill. Don't ever get exhausted. Cause we flexing. We bosses. Change your bird weather than no faucet. That's just how my thoughts is. Yeah, money on my mind. Then mind on my money. Yeah, yeah, around here. Yeah, people don't play. Fam. Model, yeah. I just hit the cash out button like I hit the lotto, lotto. Like Fogiato. I can see a hater anywhere, what a surprise Yeah, I bet that hater tried though, tried. but do I know what? I keep it pushing, that's for real, never chill, yeah, I'm from the veil Never care how they feel, just keeping it real